0: Celebrate good times. Come on, let's celebrate on today's episode, the 10th episode of Patient US, initials used for confidentiality. Hit me with a little bit of that drum roll. We dive deeper into awareness. And just in case my animated attempt at saying that, Made it hard to hear. Drum roll once again because it's our special 10th episode. Today we are talking about awareness. Ah. Hit it, boys. I, that I have something to prove. I'm never going to lose. Once I get reactions, the magic happens. Stop fast, the craft are coming back and fast. Attention, attention. I need attention. I need to feed off friendship and presence. I need applause and some pats on the back. Just a couple of claps enough to keep me. Comfortable. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. It is Friday, August 21st, my gosh, 2020. And we are looking at a very special occasion. It is the 10th episode, why I feel like I just started it last week, if I can be honest. And here we are already at 10 episodes I couldn't be happier. What a joyous and momentous occasion. And there's only more from here. As long as I can think of something to talk about, which, maybe if you don't know much about me, is not that difficult. We haven't even gotten into uh, me speaking less artistically and more directly about some of my true beliefs on some of these matters. We are just scratching the surface, as they say. But I like the lighthearted way that we are able to talk about some of these issues because, alert, 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 here comes a preface, here comes a preface. Alert, alert. I am in no way trying to offend Hurt, bash, destroy anyone. Especially you, Patient US. The reason I am talking about the subjects that I am talking about is because I believe you possibly may be uninformed or misinformed. That scares me as someone who has devoted their life to this topic. We need to understand what we are saying when we are saying it. Sadly, patient US, I'm hearing your caregivers more and more throwing out terms like empathy and empowerment and enabling. It's amazing that they all start with E. I'm not sure why. I'll have to dive further into that. But that's just a pattern that doesn't mean much. We don't waste our time on much of that. Just an interesting, singular event. Unless we need to market it, then we'll think about it a little more. I'm just kidding. We're throwing these words around to people who know that they are buzzwords. And if we say them with enough passion, and if we say them with a certain manner to our voice, then people are going to believe that we know what we're talking about. And what does that mean? That means that Patient US is learning about mental wellness from people who have not devoted their life to learning about or even practicing mental wellness. Not bad people. Here at Louis Jojo Incorporated, here at, at this specific production company, we tend to believe that most people have an opportunity to be good people, and that not every single mistake has been spawned out of some sort of deep-seated hatred. Patient U.S., as you are sitting here in front of me, you still look slightly confused about what happened yesterday. I hear you continuously saying, yeah, but the doctor blank. Yeah, but so and so blank. You are demonstrating a very, very high awareness of what behaviors others are doing that are not right. And you are highly reactive when they exhibit those behaviors that you believe are not right. However, patient US, you, you still seem to be completely unaware or unable to do the same self-assessments. Now, this is a problem, and as I look at this, I look at almost a complete inability to receive constructive criticism and what appears to be a complete inability to stop criticizing others. As we look further into this, I start to see what I believe is a pattern, patient U.S., and that's why we're going to talk about awareness today. I want to know more about where you have learned so much about what you know very little about. I tried to say that slow because I don't want it to be too confusing, but that's the true question. Regardless of of which expert walks into the room, Patient US, you are telling them how they should be doing what you do not know how to do. You have been led down a path ...of learning superficial information about incredibly deep subjects. You have been told certain simplicities about highly complicated subjects... ...and you have had simple topics become overcomplicated. This again brings me back to the caregiver episode I did previously... Let's not forget, it's the 10th episode. That means there's nine other ones other than this. Check them out. Just saying. I'm just saying. Check them out. But anyway, this brings me back to the ideas of contradiction. The concept of contradiction. And we talked about that in the caregivers episode. So now patient US has not only become, not by choice. This is what they have been taught Hyper-vigilant of others. Hyper-aware of what others are doing that is wrong. Ready to police out loud. But they have actually, because of this, not been made aware that if you are the victim of said behaviors, you can still victimize someone else by behaving the same in your response. The most simple concept or the most simple kind of of lay example I can give is bullying the bully. We have made patient U.S. so aware, hyper aware of what bullying looks like in others. However, if patient U.S. sees bullying, patient U.S. will go and get as many friends as they can And together, they will publicly shame the bully, which is bullying. Whether you have a reason and you don't think they have a reason, you are blind at this moment, Patient US, that the behaviors you are complaining about are the same behaviors you are exhibiting. And this is causing serious issues on this unit. And I apologize for taking such a hard tone. You continuously talk about empathy, patient U.S. A word that I have talked about in a previous episode because I do not believe you are using it correctly. How are you asking for empathy when you are unwilling to give it? Contradiction. If you are willing to give it to people who you can relate to, not to people who you are angry at, not to people who may have wronged you, not to people who have done wrong. If you are only willing to give empathy to the people that you can relate to, then you are not aware of how to practice empathy. The concept of empathy doesn't stop at your comfort. Empathy is very uncomfortable. And if someone doesn't understand their own emotions and they are now trying to be inside the perspective of another person so they can get a better understanding of that other person's emotions, you're looking at a train wreck. Because as we've said before, all I have to do is put myself in your shoes, and I can still say, eh, that's not a big deal, you're still overreacting. In our specific case... Patient U.S. is mad at at, uh, parent number two because parent number two never lets patient U.S. do anything wrong. And patient U.S. feels this immense pressure constantly to do everything right because they believe they are being watched and critiqued. And that stinks. And I'm sorry that patient U.S. has to experience this. But what frustrates patient U.S. more than the things they believe they are observing As they watch and critique others. Or, and here's a wild concept, they start watching and critiquing themselves to the point that they don't even need external external stimuli to feel great pressure in everyday situations. And instead of being allowed to release that pressure through appropriate verbalization and communication of emotion and thought, Patient U.S. explodes after they endure it as long as they can. And their explosions cause danger and harm beyond themselves. Patient U.S. says that if he was the doctor, he would have had things done differently. I'm sorry, Patient U.S., you are not the doctor. Your understanding of things on this level, simply because you read about them on your device or your favorite musicians, athletes, actors, best friends, older siblings, It doesn't matter. This is not saying they are not right, but there are people who have devoted their life to this information, and if you are not receiving it from them, you may not be receiving it appropriately. We can't start to believe that mental health is a perspective or that mental health is somehow cultural. Science does not follow those rules. How we behave, how we choose to live our lives, that is all cultural. I'm trying to separate mental health from that and and just say that you don't necessarily, on the realm of wellness, get to decide, here's everything I feel like doing, so here's everything I'm going to do. I'm healthy because I'm doing everything I want especially if the greatest contradiction you may end up finding yourself in is that doing everything that makes you comfortable could inhibit your growth and maturation in a very long life. That literally the thing you want the most is the thing you need to learn how to deny every once in a while. Your awarenesses possibly deceive you, Patient U.S., Because you are being taught awarenesses of others. And sadly, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done on awareness of self. Let's see if we can do some of that after this message. An educational and inspirational resource, the book provides a real eye-opening perspective into the developing mind of a child, adolescent, and adult with mental illness as he moves through the quote-unquote system The author makes a great case for one being their own mental health advocate, even amongst those known as professionals. It's also a great resource for family and friends of those with mental illness to better understand that their role is just as important as therapists, psychiatrists, and medications. It's not only educational, however, but it's inspirational as it depicts the subject's struggle for social and societal acceptance through each trial and failure made more difficult in a time when mental health, comprehension, and awareness was not what it is today. One's ability to persevere and overcome may truly be one of the strongest abilities one can possess. A five, five star rating from John. Thank you very much, John. And what is that rating for, my friends, you ask? That is for my book, Mental Health, Disability, Perception versus Reality, now available on Amazon.com. That's Mental Health, Disability, Perception versus Reality by Louis Bianco, RNCPS, now available on Amazon.com. What could be a better commercial than reading a five star rating? I'm not sure any of that was in tune. But I wrote that song on the back of a Dixie cup. And uh, it's always been near and dear to my heart. Yeah, Let's get back to business. So now we are going to talk a little bit more about self-assessment, Patient U.S. These demands you are putting on everyone around you, are you putting them on yourself? These behavioral expectations you have of the world around you, do you have them for yourself? How well do you actually know yourself? Or have you just been taught and made aware that everything you do is okay because you are special, because you are unique, and because you are one of a kind? If there's something you don't want to do, then just don't do it ever. If this makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, turn it off right away. If someone disagrees with you, they're immediately wrong. If you quit, it's because the game was rigged. If you lose, it's because your opponent cheated. How much of this have you gathered and created in your thought processes patient us from what you see the adults do around you from the behaviors of your caregivers from the behaviors of your idols from the behaviors of all the celebrity you see on your device what has made you decide you know so much so young What has made you believe you are an expert of yourself? I cannot sit here and tell you I am an expert of you. But I can tell you the amount of work and time it takes to accurately self-explore. Waking up and saying that you are all-knowing about all the interworkings of yourself to the point that you can Become overly engrossed and enmeshed in all of the behaviors of everyone but you does not make you self-aware. It doesn't make you uh, what's a self-actualized. That's what I meant to say. You look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Self-actualization is at the very tippy top of the triangle. And I was always taught that that is incredibly difficult to obtain. And it takes years and years of life to be at a point of self-actualization. Yet I am looking, as I don't even believe I am there, at a group of people younger than me who believe they are already there. Easy. Check it off the list. I'm self-actualized. And yet, in moments of great stress, in moments of adverse circumstance, the pressure is too great for even behavioral restraint, for self-policing. Whatever reaction you felt yesterday, Patient US, was such a great energy that you could not stop yourself from creating a dangerous situation on this unit. You wake up, you're ready and expecting of immediate forgiveness. If I take this tone with you, you're going to ask for somebody else because you're going to say I'm not being nice to you. Do you know how fearful I am on a daily basis right now, having to talk to you? Do you know how fearful I am to even say that I'm fearful because of my wonderings about how you're going to react to my honest feeling? You have been given a bad hand, but you have been taught to take as many risks as possible and you've been made to believe that your odds are always in your favor. They are not. This is another contradiction. The awareness that you have been taught has made you solely and superficially think about deep concepts, and it hasn't made you self-actualized. It has actually crossed your wires up even more. When we are children, when we are very young, and we aren't aware of things like mental illness, and we aren't aware of things like cancer or tumors or all of the scary things that happen to us, then if we get a headache, we don't think, oh my gosh, is this a tumor? Is there something wrong with my brain? When we are young, all we think is, ouch, my head hurts. Mom, mom, dad, whoever you go to when your head hurts, the reason we start to think as we get older, oh my gosh, is this something worse, is because of awareness. Time to preface. Bah, bah, bah. I don't think there's anything wrong with awareness. I know how necessary awareness is. I'm saying, as are with many other things, that there is a balance necessary in practicing and delivering such pertinent and gravidous information. We cannot just dump any of this. And awareness is a big part of it because of how much we have put on the necessity for awareness. And it's not on the awareness of self. Mental health awareness has become, be aware that I have a mental health issue. Not understand your own mental health. We need to flip that. Mental health awareness needs to mean be aware of your mental health and also consider that others have mental health. It's not just recognize people who are already sick, and I'm sorry to take such a stance on this, but it is awareness that is causing this. It is awareness that makes the person who is experiencing anxiety start to believe that they have a disorder, Versus experiencing natural anxiety during periods of stress. We don't understand barely anything about our chemicals and the firings of adrenaline and endorphins. And how they could all be the cause of these reactions we're experiencing internally. Awareness is the very first step in the scientific method. Awareness, all all it means is is, uh, figure out what the problem is. When I speak to kids, I tell them, no math teacher is going to give you a test that just says, circle the equation. They're going to give you a test that says, solve. And they're going to say, show your work. You've been given certain awarenesses that have robbed you of life lessons and experiences that will allow you to grow and mature. If you truly believe that that doctor was out to get you yesterday because the order wasn't through yet, because the process of getting a medication faxed and returned and giving you permission and our nurse's permission to give it to you was not fast enough for you, and you decided to make that somebody's fault, and you decided to view that as an attack, and you decided to take a stance that you were not going to be disrespected and treated poorly, then patient US, your awarenesses have deceived you. We'll be back after this with our final words. Ooh, baby. Uh, Louis Jojo, the Hi, folks. Rex Flex Hard here. Here to tell you about the Louis JoJo Wrestling Federation. My, oh my! The action is packed and it is fast-paced. You talk about fast paced, baby. Well, Bobby Baby's got something even better for you. The LWF has two shows, Our Time and Rising Stars. Plus, they have events like LWF Recovery, LWF Showtime, and LWF One Nation. That's right, Bobby. I'll take it from here. Take a look at Season 1 and Season 2, or if you're in the mood for something quick, why don't you just take a look at LWF One Nation, where we did individual matches as videos. I'm Doc Honcho, and you can bet your bottom dollar on it. Oh boy, sometimes I wish I could do these commercials alone, but those are my partners, Bobby Baby to my right and Doc Honcho on my left, and we are the announced team for the LWF, the Louis Jojo Wrestling Federation, where every single event is sold out. We can't get enough people inside these arenas. We are packed through to the rafters. The LWF, it's good old-fashioned educational entertainment. Wow, high energy guys, uh, really a lot of fun, those guys. I love it when they're here in the studio. I've got to tell you, uh, I'm just so happy that we've already made it to our tenth episode as we start to wind down. I'm already more calm after listening to uh, the LWF announcers. They really they just put me in a better place, and they put a smile on my face. My friends, patient u s I am very passionate about some of this stuff, and I take stances as uh, non-invasively as I can, but obviously I have opinions, and I understand that sometimes I'm sure you can decipher uh, what some of those opinions are. I have a belief that we can all do this. I have a belief in parent number one and parent number two. Let's give them a round of applause two of our leading, our leading characters in this story. I have a belief in the doctors and the nurses and the social workers and the therapists and the behavioral health specialists and the RNs and the LPNs and the C, uh, CNAs. Excuse me. I have never been someone who thought one position was more important than the other. As someone receiving care, I have had little luxury, to have preference. I have been aware when people have treated me in ways that I have not liked and I have been very aware of when people treated me in ways that I preferred. I have experienced hardships of being completely mistreated, misdiagnosed, misunderstood, but I have also experienced true care Please, Patient U.S., as you navigate through these difficult times, understand that you may be made aware of self-love, but that you must be made aware of self-centered. There is a middle. We must find the middle. As you are being made aware of bullying, please be aware that you are capable of being the bully. Please be aware that having reason, logical reason, for treating somebody poorly does not change the fact that you are treating somebody poorly. No matter what you see in commercials, no matter what you hear from the people you follow, please realize There is a lot of depth to what is being talked about in this moment superficially. As you are being made aware of mental illness, I ask that you start to consider mental health and mental wellness. There is a center. There is a balance to most things. It is very difficult to navigate the mental realm. Of self. It is foolhardy and grandiose to think that you can understand the mental realm of anyone other than yourself. And continuously attributing thoughts to other people's minds will keep me concerned that maybe there's more to what you are dealing with, Patient US, than just mean parents. And a bad doctor. Maybe we really need to look further into this. As I've said many times, if that is the case, I will not leave your side. I will not judge you. I've been in your shoes. I have been the person who experienced enough behavioral turmoil that we weren't allowed to look away. We had to look at it. But I've got to tell you that was during a period of time when there was very little mental health awareness. And I used to think, I wish they just knew more about this. I had a wrestling coach who, when I was in junior high, used to just grab me by the headgear and he'd say, stop thinking. <laughs> I, I thought he was an awesome coach. He was a, a wonderful, wonderful coach who helped me uh, become very good at a sport that I don't think I or anybody in my family thought I would excel at. But he had no idea how to help me. He might have been aware that there was something greater happening inside of my mind, but he didn't know how to help me. I had a college coach who I approached with with some, some dark thoughts, and they looked at me and said, why are you thinking that? And then they said, why are you telling me? I didn't like that coach. I didn't report that coach. I didn't try to get that coach fired. Awareness exists not only in the realm of what people are doing, but also in the realm of what are people's limitations. It's not what are they doing. It's what truly are they capable of doing. And as you saw yesterday, Patient US, firsthand, you made a demand that we were unable, no matter how hard we tried, to meet. And because of that impossible expectation, we had a crisis. Not everybody has the cognition to understand the concepts that are being thrown around under the guise of awareness. And if we truly have become so aware, then I ask you, What's the next step? Where are the hypotheses? Where are the experiments? Our awareness is reducing our courage. Because we have become so hyper-aware on what people are doing and when they are messing up that we are now afraid to try and we need people to try if we're going to get past the awareness phase. We need people to hypothesize. We need people to experiment. We need people to show their work. And we need people to experiment again. We cannot continuously assault the people brave enough to try and fail. But we also cannot continuously praise People who are saying that they are trying, but they are not putting forth the effort or the time that would deem something an actual attempt. I promise you, Patient US, I will continue to be aware of myself during your case and of you. And if you can become more present, you will realize how often I have told you I love you. How often I have told you that I will not leave your side. How often I have told you I believe in you. But if you are not self-aware, you will just continuously wait for the moment in which you hear something that you don't like and you will come after me again and again because you are not able to keep the other piece in your mind. The awareness of my care. The awareness that there are people that actually do love you and that you are not always at the bottom of the barrel every day of your life. And if you are Patient US, then perhaps your awareness should be on what your role is in your position. I understand that I have unloaded today and I will bring it back down again and tell you that I'm here to listen, that I'm still here you to trust, and if you need to say anything, I will not criticize it or critique it. I will validate it as real because you are verbalizing that it is occurring. I'm just asking you that once you get past the justifications and all of the details involved and whose fault it is, if you still want a greater life for yourself, you will still have a responsibility in moving forward maybe even a greater responsibility than the people who have put you in the position that you find yourself in. If you truly want to seek any type of awareness at this moment, be aware that you have the strength and the ability to rise from a mess that you did not create, to clean it up, even if you didn't make it, and to be stronger, not only than you were, but then the people who have put you here, who have never done the work that you now have the opportunity to do. Whatever choice you make, I accept. All of this is difficult. Be honest with yourself, Patient U.S. Be open with yourself, Patient U.S. And please, be patient, U.S., with yourself.